welcome to the Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast. Once again with your boy Derry Lips and my man Gio. Hey man. I'm only here because Derry Lips is an asshole. <laughs> Me? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thanks. Listen, John Cena, John Cena coming out last night and saying the word asshole made my life. And they bleeped it out, though. <laughs> and they tried to bleep out the flip-up. We'll get to all of that because they tried. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they tried. They failed. They, they messed up the, the, the... What was funny with the Cena one, though, I will have to touch on that, is they did that, and then the crowd chanted it for, like, five minutes anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, well, news just in as well. Oh, okay. We'll get to that as well. Right. It's been quite a weekend of wrestling. Uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday... All good stuff. We'll jump straight in. We'll get onto the WWE stuff maybe in a minute because let's touch on Impact. Slammiversary. Um, it's, to me, it's typical TNA. They go balls to the wall for Slammiversary and they hire all these people. And then immediately after, they don't do anything with said people except keep them in their mid card and keep forgetting what they're doing. Yeah, They don't know if they're New Japan. They don't know if they're Ring of Honor. They don't know if they're old school TNA. They yeah. don't know what they are. Exactly. It's, 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 it, it was a really good show, right? Let's get that out of the way first. It was very good. But it ended with a bull, the Bullet Club leader and New Japan star Jay White meeting former leader and AEW world champ Kenny Omega to end the Impact pay-per-view. But there you go. Like, Think about what you just said. New Japan. AEW. You know what's missing there? TNA! Yeah. People were remembering it for all the wrong stuff. Like, the ending. Like, like, that's a great ending. Like, if you're a wrestling fan, Jay White coming out to meet Kenny Omega on American TV. Yeah, okay. Like, I'm cool. Like, it's great. Like, but I was watching yeah, Slammiversary. <laughs> to me, this is like if... During the Monday Night War era, you know, all three companies are feuding with each other. Raw decides, I'm going to have Ric Flair beat The Rock, and then Taz is going to show up and challenge The Rock. <laughs> yes. Or he's going to challenge Ric Flair. Yeah. Like, it would be a WCW guy and ECW guy. But to it's end a WrestleMania. Because Slammiversary is pretty much impacts WrestleMania. Like, Slammiversary yes. is huge, you know? That's when they pull out all their big guns. And it ended with New Japan facing off AEW. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. I mean, it was a really good show. Like, I don't, I don't want to knock at it. Like, I thought the X Division Championship match was great. Oh, Chris Bay has joined Bullet Club. Like, it's official. It's actually official today. I found out. Chris Bay is now a member of Bullet Club. By the way, spoiler alert! Um, our, our our Twitter our, our our Twitter rep has let me know about this already. <laughs> our Twitter rep. No, <laughs> wait till he hears that. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's made official. They pre-tape. Yeah, the thing is with me. Like, if they pre-tape, spoilers are going to happen. I am sorry if you if you were not excited. I won't spoil anymore. There's a couple of other bits coming, but yeah, I was just shocked at that. Because, like, they're just... Does this mean that Impact are now just going to be the middlemen of wrestling moving forward? Like, about, is that I mean, what Impact are trying to do, just to play that peacekeeper of everybody's friend kind of thing? I mean, they did bring in your boy, Jose. I was going to get to that. He's not <laughs> Jose, though. He's just no way. Okay? <laughs> He's just no way. There isn't any Jose anymore. Um... Yeah. Uh, the only bit from it, Moose versus Chris Saban. Match was great. Match rocked. They, great fire. Very physical. Doesn't make much sense to me. Moose has just re-signed a contract after being wanted by literally say, everyone. The, the like, dude re-signed just to lose at the biggest show. Now that, That's two in a row. You know? I mean, are they pushing Saban? But Moose has just re-signed, and it was very clear. WWE wanted Moose. Uh, AEW wanted Moose. I mean, it's not been any secret that these guys wanted him. He chose to stay. 
And he's losing to Chris Saban. Uh, I mean, he is awesome, though. I do like Chris Saban. Um, but yes, no way is back. Simply no way. Please drop the Jose. Um, in the tag team match, which was, again, very, very good. Didn't reach that sort of high-tier pay-per-view level that you think. Um, I think VBD will be, will, will be champs. Uh, well, like, well, very good champs, sorry. Uh, good brothers, I, I was expecting. Um, interesting to see what No Way does. I like to see him back. I didn't think he was going to dance anymore. He put a big Instagram out saying that, going to use his real name, Levy. I guess that changed. Um, and then the other big return, well, obviously Thunder Rosa answered the Knockouts Championship match, which was awesome. Um, and then Mickey James. Mickey James back. So NWA made a show of slap of This is what I'm not getting. What, like, do they just not understand what they want to be? Thing is, if all these, if all these promotions decided to stop working with Impact, no one would care. No one knows what Impact is anymore. Like, Impact are now very stuck. They have to keep doing this because they don't have any identity anymore. Like, Sammy Callahan would have quite easily been Impact champ right now. You know? Um, could have quite easily, and they could have still, I don't know. I, how long it's going on for, I don't know. Uh, apparently, um, there was some, there was a feed got cut out at some point during it. I don't know when that was because I didn't watch it live. Uh, apparently, Impact are very, very upset. Um, but yeah. I oh, okay. Yeah. So we'll get to, we'll get to that. So picture this, ready? The ending of your show. You're meant to show that Chris Bay is there to help out Jay White. You don't get to that point because all you see is Jay White and the yeah. feed cut. Yeah. Um, and apparently yeah, they, I, it left a bit of a meh taste in people's mouth. Uh, yeah, so. Who knows why? what they're going to do. Why? But it's intriguing, like... I'm curious to see what it's doing. I just worry for like F the, the long-term future of impact, but it was, it was very good. You know, it was very good. As I say, the X division championship match was good. Uh, Chelsea green is obviously back as the hot mess. Um, right place for her, right place for her. Uh, Morrissey, tell it, I'm calling it now. Big cast W Morrissey. He's going to do exactly what Drew McIntyre and John Morrison have done. He's going to go away. He's going to have huge success. And he's going to go back. He'll end up back in WWE. A hundred percent. You think they're going to take him, though, with like all the shit that he caused last time? Yes. Yeah, I think he'll go back. They were big on him. When you remember, like, the first feud of him being solo, Daniel Bryan. You know what I mean? Like, I just think they, they let him go to go and sort his shit out. If he goes and sorts his shit out, they'll happily take him back. I really do think at one point he will end up back there. Um. Yeah. So, but it was good. I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed it. Uh, Shira and Finn Juice match was all right. Uh, Finn Juice returning isn't. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It was. It's, it's just a lot of other people. Then, Impact. I don't know who the Impact stars are right now, apart from W Morrissey. You know, Moose is just losing. <laughs> but it was a very good pay per view from a wrestling only point of view. It was memorable, you know? Uh, there's plenty of energy. It was good levels of, of entertainment. Great main event. Yeah. So. But yeah, no way back. Anyway, so that was Slammiversary, which was on the Saturday. Uh, and then Sunday, we had Money in the Bank. What did you make of Money in the Bank? Okay, so I was busy and I didn't get a chance to get in the Discord. And then I got scared because I was tagged in something that was threatening that even Marie was going to win. And I thought she won for a second. And I was like, oh, God, I haven't seen anything happening yet. Did she really win? <laughs> no, she didn't. You're lucky. But no, she didn't. Thank God. Uh, so, obviously, I wanted to touch on the first bit. They were, on the pre-show, the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, Mysterios against the Usos. Now, where do you stand on this with the Usos being new champs? 
with after everything that's happened with Jimmy. Where do I you, was about to where say, so get get drunk, get the tag titles. Yeah. Do you think so? I was having a conversation. I don't in real life, I think it's it's bad. But do you think it's partly if they carry on as normal, they can keep a good eye on him and get him some proper help? I mean, I guess, but I've also was reading that there's like a major, major plan to have them involved in this storyline with The Rock and him. Yeah, so the plan, because there's some question of whether The Rock could uh, wrestle. So they're saying it could be a Rock and a Uso versus Reigns and a Uso. So The Rock doesn't have to do much of the heavy lifting. Uh, the Uso can. Um, which maybe. I just, I don't know, you get a do UI three weeks ago, then you get the tag titles. I just wonder, like, having lived through some demons, being told by your employer, getting dropped by your family, letting your family down in, like, major business, wouldn't fix the problem, you know? At that time, you need the closest things to you to try and drag you through maybe the other side i can see maybe that's what ww because they made mistakes before look at jeff hardy you know they you know that didn't work out is letting people go when they maybe at their lowest and need support you know the worst and the breaking news that i actually wanted to bring on is naomi is now on smackdown they were saying they were thinking about that yeah she's been done uh she's quietly moved to smackdown after her appearance in money in the bank she's been on raw but she is former SmackDown Women's Champion, and she is now officially SmackDown. Think she joins the bloodline? Oh, God. Him? Do you think oh, they've moved God. her over there to maybe be close to him, too? Oh, God. Because, you know... Uh, yeah, I can see them moving her over there to keep an eye maybe on him. Maybe just more support. And that's where my brain is thinking that maybe, you know, maybe they're actually trying to help him. I mean, it was a really good match. Don't get me wrong. But for storyline, um, the ending but was perfect. Also, but... to be fair, SmackDown needs women. Yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe it's a bit of a double-edged sword. They get a, a decent woman who's very over with the crowd. Like, it doesn't matter how long she's gone, what she does. The crowd bloody love Naomi, don't they? Um, so I think it, maybe it makes sense. Um, yeah, but they, they need the titles. Let them run over some teams. Uh, with the Usos, and, and see if they can help him, I think, is what we do. Uh, then the opening was the women's money in the bank. Naomi versus Oscar versus Natalia versus Tamina versus Alexa Bliss versus Nikki A.S.H. Selena Vega versus Liv Morgan. Um, I'm very surprised at the winner. And then obviously we'll get on to yeah. in a bit. I'm very surprised. Um... What I'm worried about from it, and Nikki is far from the worst decision. Absolutely. If she believes in a character and they back the back, everything I'm reading is that people are enjoying what she's doing. Yeah, apparently she's getting this fucking gimmick over. Yeah, she seems to really enjoy it. And, you know, that's where internet wrestling community are like, oh, well, Vince doesn't know what he's doing, making her do this. This is all her. And now look. You know what I mean? Um, it's far from the worst decision. I am worried that they're going to let Liv Morgan fall off again. Um, she's popular at the minute. She's over at the minute. They need to use yeah. that. But I will take Cross winning over like a Bliss or an Oscar. I, I, 100%. I actually thought... I mean, I know we got to talk about it. I actually thought that there was going to be a showdown between Cross and Bliss. Good versus evil for like the briefcase. Is what my brain told me would happen. But obviously, as we'll touch on later on, didn't quite work out like that. Um, did like the bit where Roman was telling the Usos how proud of him was. And he was like, I brought you back and made you my right hand man. And you, when he said to Jimmy, <laughs> I did laugh. I shouldn't, but I did. Um, anyway, Jay didn't look too happy when they were hugging. I wonder if they are teasing. I like how they're like, hey, we got you the tag titles. And he's like, yeah, fuck off. I don't care. It's time to give Reigns what he wants. It was pretty much, yeah. That was the easy part. Winning the titles was the easy part. Because Reigns already did the easy part, I think is what he said. 
He's such a bitch. Like he's um, like, hey, we got the tag belts, and he's like, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but Nikki Cross obviously yeah, is also yeah, women's money back. Then it was the Raw Tag Team Titles. Now this match, I thought I was gonna hate. I thought this was just filler. Um, I liked it. Uh, Omos wrestles a good monster style. He is very raw. But I, we looked, he's only ever, through NXT and Raw, he's had 13 matches I in mean, total. You, you know they got to believe in the guy if they're bringing in Kevin Nash to help mm. train him. So that means Omos is being trained by Kevin Nash. He is working with AJ Styles. Like, if that doesn't bring him success... He's already wrong. won a title at a big at the main pay-per-view. Mm. I have to say, I quite like the Viking Raiders. They were given time to shine. Um, I thought it worked. Good story that tried to get rid of the monster, pick it off styles. Then the monster ultimately got the better of things. It was a good story. And almost makes a very good monster. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. I actually really enjoyed the match more than I thought. And I like it when matches surprise me because I, I didn't have any feelings about it, to be honest with you. Um, when he just launched AJ over the top rope into the Hurricane Rana of Eric, it was just perfect. From all three, like timing and positioning, that was beautiful. Um, it was really, really good. Um, and then, okay. Then your Kofi wins on a roll-up. Bobby Lashley, world title. No one could have caused this. I'm not sure what to say here. Is It was a squash. I mean, it was an absolute squash. Pure dominance from start to finish. Like, Kofi, I don't think, got any offense in, did he? See any? No. Do you, think, do you think that was the right thing to do? I mean, it could be. Show a more serious side of Lashley. Yeah, I mean, because it was, it was destruction. Um, I don't know. It's bad. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was a massacre. It was an absolute massacre. Curious to see what they do moving forward. Um... But yeah, I think we all have a feeling on who's next. <laughs> but we'll get to that. Uh, Royal Women's title, Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair. <laughs> um, this match was like two parts. They opened the match with the crowd chanting, we want Becky. Charlotte tried to flip them off and they tried to cut it out, but everyone saw. She actually stuck the finger up. And then by the end of the match, they were chanting, this is awesome. Um, yes, because it was a very it, for me that was the best Rhea Rhea Ripley match since she's been called up. I think she looked comfortable, Charlotte worked good, Charlotte did win. Uh, the crowd were banging it by the end, which is funny how fickle a wrestling crowd can actually be. Um, but yeah, it was a very, very good match. They beat the hell out of each other, one big shot after another. Um, and then the natural selection off the top rope, but she still kicked out of. God damn. Just, it was so good. Um, it's funny because at the time, all it was reading is Charlotte's problem. She's awesome, and she, but she cuts off any new potential star before she gets a big moment. Yeah. Watch Raw, bitches. <laughs> Listen. Watch Raw. Like it or hate it, Charlotte is the best. Yes. Yes, she is. You can't, you can't hide it. And I actually feel that she's trying to put people over. I actually think that's what she's doing. And I think, you know, anyone that's watched Raw, which we'll get to after this, I think it proves that. I think people are wrong about her. I mean, she's obviously such a terrible human for what she's done over this weekend for two people. Uh, I just, I don't know. Yeah, the hate she gets is, is weird. Um... Yeah, it's weird. So, um... Like, I'm Owen, sorry, yeah, name, name one other person that would be able to... That, that they'd be able to take it off of, of Rhea Ripley. Yeah, no one with that, without, without making Rhea look weak. There isn't a woman on Raw to the level of Charlotte Flair. Like, Charlotte is built as the best. Rhea's lost to the best. There's no harm in that. It doesn't hurt Rhea Ripley losing to Charlotte Flair. You know, it saves her. You know, and, and I think that's what they were doing, you know. And, and obviously this, they're going to continue this rivalry, which I'm okay with, 
Because guess what? Their matches are amazing. Yeah, and they're getting better. Like the Money in the Bank match was made was brilliant. And it shows you how good because the crowd were hating every second as it started. And they were absolutely losing their mind. Awesome chance by the end. And that is on Charlotte and Rhea for putting on that match, for keeping that focus while the crowd are turning on you. To then turn the crowd back to you. Yeah, fair play. Fair play. Right, then the big one. Men's money in the bank. Kevin Owens, Nakamura, Riddle, Big E, Seth Rollins, Ricochet, John Morrison, Drew McIntyre. Peacock fell apart. Now, was you watching on Peacock? Can you tell me what happened? Because I, <laughs> I, I still get the network. So I was all right. So how got, did it go? It gave us like the old 1990s scrambler. Oh, really? It was almost like going back into watching it on the 90s when you couldn't afford the pay-per-view and you just changed the channel and you'd listen for, like, the sounds as it was a scrambled... It was all scrambled. They seem and then to still... get a lot of problems. Like, it would pop up for three seconds, you'd see a picture, then back to being scrambled. Wow. God. See, I, I still get the network. I had no problems. Good yeah, old you bastard. <laughs> um, but the match, um, yeah, it was good. Rollins getting beat down. Uh, Ricochet, Ricochet is who I want to talk to. How or if they could teach that boy to cut a promo, Ricochet would be fine. You know that. That I was I, I discussion. It's like. <laughs> Promo for me, people are like, oh, he can't cut a promo, so Vince doesn't like him. Isn't that part of the job? Like, it's like me going for a job in a slaughterhouse, yeah? And I'm perfect with a knife and I could cut up anything, but I can't touch meat. Completely pointless knowing only half the job. And I feel like Ricochet is in that. He won't make it unless he learns to cut a promo. Just being a good wrestler isn't enough to be in WWE. WWE is an entertainment company. It's not just a wrestling, you know? The thing is, is Ricochet is used to Lucha Underground where everything was filmed like a soap opera and they had people like Conan being a voice for him. Yeah. I mean, do they give him a voice, try and teach him? I mean, it obviously has worked with Roman since having Heyman. Like, Roman's promos now are... Yeah. But who, who do you give him? Yeah, there isn't that many. And you can't just save someone by giving them a mouthpiece. You know, Ricochet's been around the block. He should learn how to do promo better. Same problem with Cesaro. Like, everyone like, oh, I guess Cesaro's pushes over. Yeah, because his promos are garbage. Seth Rollins, like, carried that feud, like, out of the wrestling ring. And it can't go on like that, you know? You can't, it's not, it's part of the job. It's, you, it's a two-part job. You have to be able to wrestle I, and the promo. I love, I love Cesaro to death, but he is much like Natalia, where no matter what you're giving him, he's gonna go along with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just look at the shitty gimmicks they both had at one point or another. Natalia had a fucking farting gimmick. I, I was about to say, don't you be dissing the farting gimmick. Come she on had now. a farting gimmick. Yodeling. <laughs> and then Cesaro had a fucking yodeling gimmick. Does nobody remember for three weeks they tried <laughs> to get this damn thing over where he'd grab a microphone and just start yodeling. I want farting Natalia back. I'm not even listening to anything anymore. God had, you know, damn it. That was so that, bad for her, wasn't it? Like, oh a, a, a sauna girl with them where she'd be like, now we're going to say loser in five languages. <laughs> Which was absolutely if you're gonna give somebody a mouthpiece, give them a mouthpiece that knows how to speak because she had more worse broken English than he did. <laughs> she did. She did. Yeah. She'd it was, be like, yeah. Teddy belong, he wants title match, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a really good impression. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah. But yeah. It's 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 tough because Ricochet was amazing in here. Like off the ladder, moonsault off the top rope. He jumped from the top rope to the to the ladder to stop Riddle. Uh, first real big part, because there was lots of big moments. Like, I don't know. Morrison was springboarding over the ladder. Corkscrew diving to Rollins. I think 
Morrison was in a triangle choke on the top and double stomping Nakamura. Ladder shots everywhere. Owens. Ah, just crazy. Um, and then Jinder Mahal. So McIntyre was doing his thing, ripping through. He, Alabama slammed uh, someone. Who was it into the... Oh, into Ricochet. Damn you. And then Jinder and his Veer and Shanky in the game beat him up. Jinder Mahal is a thing, damn it. And you will care about his main event glory. You will. All right? Um, for me, best way do to you, take McIntyre out. Do you think this leads to them two fighting not at a main pay-per-view here, but the next Saudi pay-per-view they do? Because I know they're planning to go back. No, I think they do it at SummerSlam. Really? Yeah, I think they do. Yeah, I think they do it at SummerSlam. Punjabi prison match at SummerSlam. Ah! <laughs> The 15th oh. return of Great Carly. I was going to say, only if Great Carly comes <laughs> back, leaves, and never comes back again like the last no. time. What will happen? Veer and Shanky get involved. Singh Brothers <laughs> come back and get involved. And then Great Carly comes out. And all like five of them smash up on, all six of them smash up on Drew McIntyre. <laughs> um, yeah, they took McIntyre out. Um, yeah, amazing. Matt Riddle, I want to touch on. Matt Riddle to me looks like a fan in the ring he's like if we became wrestlers he acts like we would as fans like you see him in the intros he was dancing to everyone's entrances <laughs> and when biggie won he was clapping on the outside when ricochet come off the top rope he's standing okay, there yes. like stunned, when we get like... to raw, i'm gonna when we get to talking about raw i will agree with you on this matt little thing <laughs> but he's like a fan he's like a fan um, right, so then Riddle started RKOing people, which was great. Uh, Rollins stomped Riddle. Nakamura then appeared, because Nakamura was a bit quiet in the match, I think. He was, he was late, but he took Rollins down. Uh, Dripstick from Morrison took uh, Nakamura down. There's a couple of stunners, pop-up powerbombs. Then Rollins powerbombs. Owens threw the ladder. M looked like he really hurt himself. His head did not land well. Big E was then back up. Big ending off the ladder, which I want to know, first of all, why we haven't seen that move off the top rope before. Because, like, Big E nailed that with Rollins. Boom. Big E wins money in the bank. You think he's oh, ready to I be pushed? This. Yeah, you did. You think he's ready to be pushed? Or do you think it's long time coming? You think it's his time? Well, we'll get to Raw, and then I'll tell you what I think is going to happen. Oh, okay. Um... The match was a, a complete car crusher. That's exactly what it's supposed to be. Well done. Match was perfect. Ending was great. Can feel it, Big E. Rollins was furious, said he needs a new plan and change and isn't waiting and blah, blah, blah. And then we got the main event. Roman Reigns versus Edge. Took a little while to get started. Um, for me, it was a little slow. Um... Yeah, Edge could still have a good match at this level. Best match I think I've seen Edge in since he's come back. 100%. Uh, which is good to see. Just It helps tick some of them dream matches that are coming. Uh, I feel that maybe it went on a little bit long, so it was a little one too many moments at the end, just to get to the point. Um, but Rollins came in while Edge had uh, Reigns in like a crossface, super kicked him to the head. And then there was like a back and forth. Speared Roman. Rollins come back out to distract the ref. Uh, Edge went to hit Rollins. Pow with a spear. Boom. What was funny is when Edge speared Roman, the crowd were chanting the one, two, three, even though there was no ref so loud. Roman kicked out on the crowds too. <laughs> if you watch back, Roman kicks out when there's no ref in the ring and the crowd are chanting too. <laughs> they were that loud and that into it. Um... Yeah, then Edge and Edge and Rollins like fought off into the crowd. Pow. Who came back? Come on, Gio. Hit it up. John. <laughs> John Cena's music hit. That was a pop. I've never popped for John Cena before, and I did. Um, I popped for him. And that was one of the loudest. I was talking to a mate. He said, do you think it's the loudest ever? I still think Triple H coming back from his injury. What was that, 2009? When was that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, 2009. 2008. 
2008. Yeah, it's just before the Rumble, weren't it? Yeah. Yeah, that well, I still think the, was the loudest pop. It was the, rum, uh, was the Rumble. Was it? I thought it was a Raw. But um, whatever. It was a, it was, I still think it's the loudest pop I've ever heard for a return. And that was even, we even knew he was coming and they still popped that hard. Um, but yeah, I'd like Money in the Bank is one of them shows that just works. Uh, mainly because WWE do know how to do a ladder match. They do them really well. Like, there's not many bad ladder matches. Um, yeah, big angle at the end, setting up SummerSlam matches. You know, we're going to see some dream matches. We've got Edge, Edge Rollins, definitely tick a box match. Um, we got Cena Reigns, definitely tick a box match. Awesome show. Proud were amazing. I'll give it eight and a half out of ten. Eight, nine. Yeah, eight and a half. I just, uh, yeah, for me, perfect. Right, we may as well touch on Raw because it was almost like a wrestle, uh, Raw after WrestleMania, wasn't it? Like, it was better than the Raw after Mania. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and I get it. Yeah. First Raw with fans, they went balls to the wall. They did. They did. Um, started off, uh, Cena, Cena coming out saying that Roman Reigns is just an asshole. Uh, and they did censor it. Um, yeah, he's like, that's what I'm doing here. Why am I here? Um, Pat McAvee, though. How funny is Pat McAvee? Like, when Cena returned and, and Michael Cole's like, Cena's here, Cena's here. Pat McAvee goes, where? <laughs> In reference to can't see him. Um, yeah. He said, uh, yeah, that Roman Reigns is an arsehole. He's an overhyped gimmick who isn't as great as he say is, and that's coming from me. That was the line I wrote down. <laughs> um, but yeah. Then Matt Riddle come out. <laughs> While Cena was still in the ring. <laughs> and it was a bro-off. We had a bro-off, bro. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Okay. This dude is a legit fucking fan. Mm hmm Yes. Legit. Like, the way he is and the way he's acting, he's just a fan. He's like, if we got wrestling opportunities, he's doing all the stuff that I would do. Like, he's got to have a bro-off with Cena. He's hit the RKO. He After the six-man tag, because it was a good six-man tag, it was Riddle and the Viking Raiders versus Morrison, Styles, and Omos. And after the match, Viking Raiders won. Riddle was doing the Viking Raiders thing, you know, with the <laughs> And then he did the Orton thing. And it's just like, oh my God. He's like 2021's version of Damien Sandow. He's just mimicking and having fun. I love it. I'm a very big fan. A very, very big fan. Uh, it was a pretty six-man tag as well, and I don't mind those. So um yeah. Then again, uh the Symphony of Destruction. Music theme and Fool's Cat Anywhere, basically. There was pianos and drums. My, Riker. Do they really think they can get Riker over? They're really trying. Do you think they can? I just, I, they can if they stop making the same goddamn match. Mm. I mean, stop they, with this yeah. match. Because the thing is, with this match, the, the ending bump was good. The suplex onto, like, the, the made-up stage after a few bumps on the piano. They could end it here, but I hope so, because, like, I, I don't know. I want to see what else Riker can do, because he can wrestle. Like, uh, you know, he's clearly got a character right now. Let him go do some stuff. Um, Mansoor got a tag match with Mustafa Ali, so they obviously finally put them together. Ali was acting like he didn't like it. Uh, but Mansoor and Ali will be in tag action next week. Sheamus coming complaining about Carrillo. Sheamus in the big steel mask. I just want to get on with the Damien Priest stuff. And then it was the coronation. Um, big celebration. Charlotte won the title, blah, blah, blah. After explaining that Becky Lynch isn't here because she's at home taking care of her baby. <laughs> Becky will be back very, very soon. Um, I think you're gonna. I think she'll be back by SummerSlam. Yeah, I think so, hundred um, percent. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think that's her first feud. Now that they're talking about it, I think her first feud's gonna literally be her and Charlotte. Yeah, I think so. 
Yeah, I think so. Uh, she did attack Rhea, and then uh, Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville. Um, Charlotte will be defended against Ripley in the rematch later on on Raw. Um, then again, Jackson Baszler versus Tamina and Natalia. I just don't. Whatever. Jack's headbutt original, though. That's what I wanted to bring up to you. Your boy got slapped. He got he headbutted in the face. He won a fucking title. Listen, I don't want to talk about that bit. I was going to skip that bit. <laughs> he won a title. Do you know what? I, what I will say, now you know I've not been a big fan of Reginald, but if the 24-7 title is a thing and not on our truth Reginald is perfect for that title. Reginald is absolutely fine, back and forth maybe with our truth it would probably be quite funny. So if it has to be on TV, that's about as good as it's going to get with Thank Reginald. You. He's so he's got athleticism to him that it's going to be entertaining to see how he gets away from these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's fine there. I like the yeah, absolutely fine. So uh, then it was the US. Uh, it was non-title, I think. Yeah, if Carrillo won, he would get a championship match. Uh, Sheamus versus Carrillo. Um, uh, enough of this, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end. Sheamus was very much favoring his hand. Looked a bit bad, actually, to be fair. But it's good to see Carrillo, but I don't know. Maybe they could have had him win here. Like, maybe they could have had him win here. It wasn't great. If it means that Carrillo's lost because we're going to get Priest versus Sheamus down the line or at SummerSlam, yes. Because I think Priest and Sheamus could actually steal a show. Uh, and I hope that Priest wins. I'm a big Damian Priest fan. Um, but yeah. It was it was still a good match. Bro kick was decent. Um, but Sheamus did look hurt in his hand. Um, then MVP and Lashley come out to set up their open challenge. Wasn't expecting this. I was not expecting this. I wasn't ready for this. I thought this is where they start to do other stuff. Keith Lee returned. Keith Lee. But was it good to send him back to get squashed by Bobby Lashley? In less than six minutes. It's like five minutes. Think it was bad? Or you think it was good? I think it's going to lead to him eventually joining her Oh. Keith Lee with MVP would be cool. That would be cool. It, the thing is, is he, can, he can use a rub with with Lex. Hmm. Like, yeah. even if you build Keith Lee up like a Batista for Lash, just a dude who's constantly fucking saving Lash, keeps getting the title, and eventually leads to Keith Lee getting a big push and shot at him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I work with that. And then, boom. Oldberg is back. What a pop okay. though. Did you notice um, like, how loud the crowd was? I'm going to say this. There are a lot of people who disagree with Goldberg, and I said it during the weekend. Same people that disagree with him, the same people that are happy that Edge is back. Guess what? They are the same person. They do the same things. Yeah. Same people that think Sting's doing what he's doing in AEW. I don't, I, don't, I don't think Sting should be wrestling anymore. And people's argument back to me is Sting is putting over Darby Allen. But Darby Allen doesn't need that. Darby Allen's a huge talent. Sting has been putting over Darby Allen. Goldberg's last two matches, he put over Braun Strowman, won WrestleMania, put over Drew McIntyre at the Rumble. You know, it's been a long time since that Fiend nonsense. And don't forget, they are stuck in a contract with Goldberg of two matches a year because he's meant to be doing all the Saudi shows. So they have to honor that. I, I, think, he, I think he's just putting Lashley over. I don't think he's beating Lashley. He's, gonna, he's the Lesnar backup plan. It's going to lead to Lashley beating him. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, Lashley's going to be like, boom, I took out Goldberg. Again, who's next? Boom, he'll get the Brock Lesnar return. Yeah, I think so. Because there has been talk that they're not doing the Lesnar thing because losing to Lashley hurts the Reigns-Lesnar later on. And even That's if about Lashley, it. 
Lesnar wins, then you got this storyline of Paul Heyman having a champion on both brands. Yeah. And the thing is, I think what people need to realize, I, I don't think many people want Lesnar reigns. I think people want Lesnar Lashley more. I know you're not a big fan of that match, but I feel what like the mean? general vibe is they want to see Lesnar Lashley more than Lesnar reigns again. Which I'm painting the whole scenario now. Let's say Lesnar comes back after SummerSlam, wins <laughs> it. Lashley keeps his. Guess what you'll get at Survivor Series? Yeah. Yeah, you would. You'll get the Lesnar-Roman Reigns with Heyman in the middle storyline. Yeah, yeah. Because I'd be quite interested on how Roman treats this character without the title. Without the title, he would just like to send in some kind of madness that Lesnar, that Heyman can't control, rah, rah, rah. I think it'd be really good to see what he done with the character. But yeah, I'm all right. Like, I don't want to see Goldberg wrestle, just like I don't want to see Sting wrestle. Like, I didn't want to see Taker wrestle. But you know you're going to see them. You know? Maybe not Taker anymore. But they're it's there, the same, you know? The same people who want new people complain that there's people with Goldberg and Cena not at WrestleMania. Well, don't. Like, the whole... Everyone complaining. Like, take what? Nikki Ross, Dude, for example, complaining. Oh, they don't They don't push new talent. Why Nikki Cross? Poor Nikki Cross. Treat her better. She wins money in the bank. I can't believe they put the money in the bank on Nikki Cross. What? Here's your, here's your, <laughs> I, here's your title of the show this week. What do you people want? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, it is like that now, though. Like, I know we've done that as a joke. You know? Um, but it, it very much feels like that, you know, like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't even explain it. Uh, then there was some stuff, uh, with Mahala McIntyre. McIntyre took 20 chair shots to the back of Shanky. Uh, I think there was like 40 camera cuts though, but you know, that's just raw. And then the bit that I will complain about, I do want to complain. Carrion Cross, non-type. NXT champion. No Scarlet for a start. Why? Why no Scarlet? He's, he, his entrance does not work without her. Then Hardy comes out. No more words. Boom. No more words. He's back. Minute 40. Hardy grabbed a roll-up, put his feet on the ropes and pinned. Carrion Cross in a minute 40. What the hell was that? Is Hardy a heel? I don't know. Like, I... But, Cross has been undefeated for a year. He's the NXT champion. And he lost in a minute 40. Okay, yes, with the ropes and hitting the post. Um, but a minute 40, he lost to Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy's lost to, like, everyone. Cedric almost beat him. Like, ah, uh, I don't know. I don't know what that was. I hated every second of that. And they have to put Scarlet Bordeaux with Cross. Like they cannot. As long as it, as long as it says in, a, in an official call-up, I'm okay. Yes, sir. But he did say that Hardy made a mistake and will fall and pray. So we'll see. But no more words back, which is awesome. Um, but yeah, then there was a bit with Alexis Playground. Eva Marie and Dewdrop in there. Eva threatened to have Dewdrop beat Lily up. Um, <laughs> you know, it was yeah, whatever. <laughs> Why is she the Maria face? Because she's brilliant. No, she's not. She'll always be booed. She could go out there at kids' parties and what try and make them smile. She'll still get what booed. What that means the face? <laughs> what is this? I don't know. But she tripped over Dewdrop's foot. And yeah, it was... I don't know what it was. I, I don't know what they're doing. They're the big one. This is the big one. Women's title. Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte. Main event. To end the show. Rematch. Uh, match was good. Uh, she hit Ripley in the face. DQ'd. Oh, God. Uh, I did think if they were going to put the title back on Ripley. Um, Ripley jumped Charlotte. Laid her out. Pow. Nikki ASH's music hits. She cashes in. She hits the crossbody. Wins the title in 10 seconds. How bad is Charlotte being a transitional champion to not let Rhea Ripley get pinned by Nikki Cross? Charlotte's literally been that middle person to take it from Rhea, who's looked strong by laying out Charlotte to cause it, 
into Nikki Cross, your new Raw Women's Champion, who deserves every accolade she gets because she does work hard. Now, where is the hate for Charlotte Flair now? How can you hate what she's done? You can't. You can't. She one brain. She's done what Miz did for the Drew Lashley feud. She's done exactly the same thing. And that was just the Miz. She is arguably the best women's wrestler on all of WWE television. You can't even come at me for that. And she's been a transitional 24-hour champ to take it from Rhea into Nikki Cross. I just... I don't know, Gio. Internet wrestling fans make me sick. <laughs> um, yeah. I do worry, though. Like, Raw... <sighs> SmackDown was good. Money in the Bank was great. Raw was... Okay, I like the surprises and stuff. But it... I don't know. I don't know. Raw still needs help. It does need help uh, for me. Um, apparently, they're really happy, though, with the energy and momentum that this last weekend. They want to try and carry it through to SummerSlam if they can. Um, there seems to be a much better feel-good thing they're saying at the back. Uh, live audiences back and stuff. So, you know, fingers crossed. Hopefully they can keep it going. Um, there isn't much news, really. I just had Becky Lynch's return. Um, I did write down a little update on Bray Wyatt's status. Uh, he's kept off TV for a specific reason, not due to any creative issue, um, but they, they don't have a timetable for his return to active competition, apparently. Now, he, but he was promoted on the August 9th Raw uh, posters, but they're saying they don't have a timetable for active competition. I think he's not doing very well. I think, you know, I do think, I do think he's struggling. Listen. Um, but yeah. But good to see him. Good to have Keith Lee back. Good to have everyone back. It felt like a mania after Raw. Right. What did you watch? Good, sir. Where was Slamboree. you? Slamboree 99. Bring up the card, sir. Let's get it done. Slamboree 99. Uh, do you want to stay uh, with uh, WCW? Oh, yeah. Because I'm, I'm, I'm actually enjoying this a bit right now. Okay. Right. So it started. I've got here. I don't have any dark match stuff. So I'll just start with the card. So it was Raven and Perry Saturn. Versus Rey Mysterio, Billy Kidman versus Dean Malenko and Chris Benoit. Triple threat for the WCW Tag Team Championships. Problem number one, how many times are these idiot WCW announcers going to fall for this? There's a guy in a Sting disguise. Who is he? Is it Sting? I'm confused. No. <laughs> Sting wouldn't interfere in a fucking Raven match. Yeah. It's Canyon. It was Canyon. Who better than Canyon? But every time somebody's got a, a sting mask on and they interfere in a match, these dumb, dumb WCW announcers are always like, oh my, why would Sting do that? Okay. And it was Canyon. It's a bloody mask. It's not hard to. I, oh, gosh. I, I bring this back to the one time I watched the pay per view. Where I shit you not, Kevin Nash was disguised as Sting. He came out, and these people were so these dumb announcers acting like it was Sting. And I said, "He's seven foot tall. It's not Sting. It's obviously <laughs> Kevin Nash. He's moving like Kevin Nash. He's the same height. He's just got a mask on." <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Raven and Perry Saturn, I think, actually won the tag titles in that one. Um, yes. So yeah. Uh, then, so this match has been said by uh, Eric Bischoff that this is one of the worst matches he has ever seen. That was Bischoff. So we had Conan versus Stevie Ray. It was bad. Was it really? It was bad. Yeah, Eric Bischoff said it was... All you need to know is it's Conan and Stevie Ray. Yeah. Yeah. 
See, for me, Conan's a manager. Like, uh, yeah. And Stevie Ray's, <laughs> you know, he's a tag guy. I don't know. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Vincent and Horace Hogan were there. I think Mysterio got involved. And just, yeah, apparently the worst match he has ever seen. Um, and then we had, um, was it? Uh, it's not hardcore. I'm sure it was Fool's Count anyway, wasn't it? Or anyway, Bam Bam Bigelow taking on Brian Nobbs in a hardcore Fool's Count anywhere, whatever it was. Um, that sounds horrible. I'm not going to lie. 1999, Brian Nobbs sounds horrible. I don't. <laughs> oh, God. Is that when he, like, tried to dive into onto Bigelow and, like, missed just before the end and stuff? Yeah, I think that. Goodness me. Um, then we had the WCW World Television Championship. Rick Steiner versus Booker T. Um, yeah. How was that? Um, actually, I forgot about this Rick Steiner like heel turn thing going down. Weren't the Steiners like both of them? Because like, I'm sure that they got involved in quite a lot of stuff and later on in the card they, as well. At this point, they were still feuding with each other, so it was really random to see like Scott Steiner help him out. Right. And right. Later in the night, he helped Scott Steiner out. And it was the reunion, and it was like, oh, I did not actually see this one coming. Yeah, so Rick Steiner won the WCW TV title on, against Booker well, thanks to the help. Yep. So, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, God. The following match. Gone. <laughs> 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 Gorgeous George versus referee Charles Robinson. Uh, and if Gorgeous George win, like, you, you, Macho you know Man would story? get his job back. Like, you know the story of Gorgeous George, right? Uh, vaguely. Yeah. So, she was in ECW, wasn't she? WCW bought the rights to the Gorgeous George name from Gorgeous George's family, like the actual wrestler from 1960. Right. Like the, the, the famous Gorgeous George, the guy that pretty much was the first ever wrestling gimmick. The idea was they were going to give it to Macho Man's brother, the genius. Right. And he was going to be like Gorgeous George the second or whatever. Like, that was the original plan. Ever happened, they paid him to stay at home. They paid him $2 million to just sit at home, and they gave the gimmick to Macho Man's girlfriend. Right. Well, wasn't that so at the time that was the team madness thing that savage was doing wasn't it wasn't that with molly holly yep but go on guys keep blaming keep blaming vince russo for wcw's demise when at this point vince russo's not even there and this is the stupid shit they're doing yeah like gorgeous george versus charles robinson you're no not even that you're paying Lenny Poffo, the genius, to sit at home. You're paying him $2 million. Madness. I Medusa was... Yeah. God. Team uh, Madness. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Medusa and the head nurse. Oh, and the head nurse. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's painful. Um, and then the next one, Scott Steiner defended his United States Heavyweight Championship against Buff Bagwell. Um... Yeah, that's the, the yeah. yeah, that's when Rick came out, made Bagwell think he was there to help him. Bagwell went for the buff blockbuster. Pam with a chair. Scott Steiner picks up the victory and retains the title. So that means they're holding the TV title and the United States heavyweight title. Nice. Um, God, then see, the, the next three matches, just anyway, next two of the three matches. Roddy Piper take it on Ric Flair. It's 1999. And Roddy Piper become WCW president. In 1999. <laughs> okay. They treated the presidency, which is like their main thing, like the guy that gets the book match and stuff, they treated it like a fucking title. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is when Bischoff turned face as well, wasn't it? Yes. He came out and reversed he the came decision. Out yeah. I haven't seen him in like months. And he's 
This is the first time he came back with like his natural hair color. He's all gray. And he's just like, <laughs> oh, I'm back, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, see, and this again, 1999 WCW. So next would be Sting versus Goldberg. Two of WCW's best creations, in, in-house creations. And what did the match last? Six, seven minutes before Bret Hart come out and... With a fuck finish because Bret Hart returned after being out for mourning Owen Hart's death. Yeah, and then the Steiner brothers come out as well, didn't they? And helped. And that is what's wrong with WCW. Like, you've got Sting Goldberg. Should be a banger. Your own creations. And Bret Hart and the Steiner brothers are out to attack them both. And it finished in a no contest. Uh, and then some other madness. Then Kevin Nash taking on Diamond Dallas Page uh, for the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. Again, um, the finish. Finish could have been better. Yeah, because it was just a mess when it so... Savage interfered to help DDP hit Nash with the belt. Bischoff come out after Savage interfered and escorted Savage out of the building. Nick Patrick restarted the matches and no DQ. Boom. Ah, see, just WCW nonsense. It's just nonsense at this point. I had given up at this point. I had stopped watching. Um, yeah. What a mess. What a mess. Right, sir. Are you staying with WCW pay-per-views? Yes. Let me get my list up. Okay. I'm enjoying this this scary roulette that I'm playing. Okay, because let's hope you get something good then. Right, when you're ready, say stop. Yeah, good for you. We're good. For, good for you. We're good for me. <laughs> okay, say stop when you're ready. Stop. Nineteen ninety-four. Ooh. Okay. This could be good. This could be bad. Could be. Could be. Right. We'll see. So you got Super Brawl, or Spring Stampede, Slamboree, Bash at the Beach, Full Brawl. Oh. <laughs> Halloween listen. Havoc, Red Worlds Collide, listen. and Starcade. You you've got two different choices of how bad this could end for me. I could either be watching something from 1994 with the fucking Shockmaster, or I could be watching. One of the worst pay-per-views in the world with Starcade. Okay. Right. So you got, you got two chances here to really fuck with me. Let's see. Red, you're ready. Say stop. Oh, God. Stop. <laughs> it's Starcade, isn't it? No, it's full brawl. Oh, you see? I knew it. Fuck. <laughs> I have to watch fucking Shockmaster. This is the pay-per-view he... he this is the, the, the pay-per-view that they debuted him right beforehand on. Uh, this is War Games, though, isn't it? The Dusty, yeah, Dusty, Nasty Boys against the Stud random, Stable. Read this random-ass card. Go ahead. Right. So, Johnny B. Bad, <laughs> Mark Merritt, versus Lord Stephen Regal for the World Television Championship. Kevin Sullivan with Dave Sullivan taking on Cactus Jack. Loser leaves WCW. Hacksaw Jim Duggan versus Steve Austin for the WCW <sighs> United States Heavyweight Championship. Oh. Yeah, go ahead. Hold on. Before, you, before that, look how long that match lasted. What? 35 seconds? <laughs> oh, you no. have Oh, God. You got pretty wonderful. Paul Ordorff and Paul Roma. Oh, God. <laughs> Taking on Stars and Stripes, the Patriot, and Marcus Bagwell. Buff Bagwell, obviously, for the tag team titles. Vader versus Sting. Triangle Elimination. Oh, and the Guardian Angel. Oh, God. Oh, God, that was the big boss man, wasn't it? Oh, no. <laughs> this is them trying to oh, get no. around. The Guardian Angel. Fuck. Triangle Elimination match to be number one contender. And then War Games. Dusty Rhodes, Dusty Rhodes, and the Nasty Boys. Versus the stud stable, Terry Funk, Arn Anderson, Bunkhouse Buck. Oh my god, it's this is it's not the one I was thinking. That's and then 93. Colonel oh. Robert Parker with Meng. I got scared for a minute. I forgot 93 oh. is the so one. So you should that. be okay. Oh, it's still a random oh. pay-per-view. Still Jack's, random. Jack Swagger's dad did it, Bunkhouse Buck. <laughs> 
not his real dad, but yeah, the dad. TV, yeah, the TV dad. Wow. Yes. God. <laughs> Good luck with that, sir. Like, isn't um, yeah, there it is. Yeah, there's the nose. According to Dusty Rhodes on the War Games DVD, Colonel Robert Parker suffered from diarrhea during the final moments of War Games. <laughs> oh no! Oh, good, good for you, Gio. I might I'm glad very that you well do this. from it myself after watching this. <laughs> yes, you may. Yes, oh. you may. Right. That brings us to the end, boys and girls. Uh, next week, we do have a guest. We have... Uh, a partnered streamer uh, joining us for a chat. Big wrestling fan. Uh, he's been to WrestleMania and stuff, so we've got Peter Sprains about live events and blah, blah, blah. Uh, so make sure you're tuned in for that. Obviously, we're on the road to 100 episodes. We've got big plans for you in the coming weeks. Uh, oh, yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah, big plans. You know, and this is just the start of it. We're, gonna, we're going all out for you motherfuckers. Right. Gio, I'll see you next week. Yeah, man. <laughs>